0: Welcome to this week's podcast from Terrellgan City Church. We hope this message transforms and equips you to reach out. For more information about what's happening at TCC, head to mytcc.com.au or check us out on Facebook. We hope you enjoy this message. Week of the series Expect the Unexpected. So we've been speaking about expecting the unexpected for four weeks. This is the fourth. Who is ready to hear the last session today? (laughs) You want more? That's good. We're going to leave you wanting more, hey? Um, So I'm really honoured and privileged uh, to speak today. And this is not something that I take lightly. I actually carry a really heavy burden about bringing the Word of God and bringing what His heart is to us today. And my prayer is today that heaven would break through into this room and I believe that as we come around his word because his word is powerful ready to transform our lives as we come around to his word that's what's going to happen so are you ready why don't you turn to the person next to you and say I'm ready I'm ready for heaven to break through and I just got to get me notes up here my ipad's been great all right We are ready. Lord, we just want to honour you today. We want to honour you for all that you've done for us. We want to thank you for being a good father. We want to thank you for the way in which you continue to pour out your love upon us and that we would indeed just open our ears, open our hearts, open our minds to what you want to say and speak today, that we would realise that in this moment we have an opportunity to connect with our Creator, to connect with our Maker. And your heart is to meet with us. And so meet with us, we pray in Jesus' name. And everybody said, Amen. Woo, okay. I'm going to jump straight into it today. A little bit of a recap for those who weren't here last week. We looked at Acts 3 and Peter and John with the crippled man at the gate beautiful. And we see Peter, Peter, I was going to call him Peter, not a Peter, Peter, Peter says boldly to this crippled man, silver and gold I do not have, but what I have I give you in the name of Jesus, get up and walk. And so we talked a little bit about how the man was immediately healed, suddenly, we've been talking a lot about suddenly, and he got up and he started walking and he jumping and praising God. When people realized that it was the same man who had been crippled for 40 years at the gate, they were like, whoa! They were astounded at the miracle that had happened. And and we talked about how the cripple expected money, but he got fully healed instead And Peter was fully expectant for God to do the unexpected in this man's life because he knew what he had within him. Maybe the only thing that's stopping us from moving in what God wants to do in our lives is the knowing of what we have within us. Maybe that's the only thing that's stopping you. Do you know that you have power and authority you have, you have power and authority through Jesus. Do you live in a way that you expect God to do the unexpected through you and in other people's lives? We looked at three things that Peter and John did in this instance that we can apply to our everyday lives. First one was that they stopped. It was a very busy gate to the temple and they stopped They didn't just walk past this man. They stopped, they looked, they looked at him intently and they really saw him. They didn't look past him, they looked at him intently and then they said to this crippled man, look at me. And when they said that, they said that with authority because they knew what they had within them and what they had to give. So they stopped, they looked and they gave. They didn't have money, but they gave out of what they did have which was Jesus and his authority and his power and his ability to transform, and he was healed. Let's expect the unexpected for others, hey? Let's expect that the power that we have within us will do the unexpected in others more than we could hope, ask, or imagine. So that's what we spoke about last week. And I believe that as we jump into what we can speak about today, that God wants to break through into our lives. So we're going to jump ahead a little bit in Acts because there's a lot of Acts to cover, but we're going to jump to Acts 12 and Acts 16 as we finish up this month's series on Expecting the Unexpected. But as always, before we jump over to Acts 12, I always like to go back a little bit. And we're going to go to Acts 5 for just a moment. So Acts 5, uh, 38 to 39. Acts 5, 38 to 39. And I wanted to jump to this because there's something that really stands out in this scripture. We see that the apostles were performing many miracles, signs and wonders among the people and the high priests. And the associates were getting upset, get this, they're getting upset because people are getting healed and miracles are happening. They're getting upset and they're getting, Scripture says, they're getting jealous. What? Like, wouldn't you be happy for the people that are receiving and getting healed and getting miracles? No, these guys were very upset. They were really jealous of what was happening. So what did they do? They went and grabbed the apostles and they put them in the public jail. There's so many situations the acts that I'm like, what? What? It doesn't make any sense. But because of their jealousy, they threw them in the public jail. But get this, during the night, an angel of the Lord busted in to the, to the apostles that were in jail and said, go and stand in the courts and proclaim the message of this new life. The angel came, busted them out of prison. Like this is like next level. Can you imagine if you were in prison today, an angel comes and said, all right, get out of here. Like, this is what's happening in Scripture. And so as they, they were like, okay, we're going to go back to the temple courts and we're going to start preaching this message of new life. And as they did that, they went to find the apostles the next day. They sent them to get them from jail because they wanted to bring them to trial And they were so perplexed, the jail was fully locked up, guards standing outside, but no apostles. And I can just hear like from heaven saying, surprise! (laughs) You didn't expect that one, did you? And then they were told, you know, hey, these guys are actually over in the temple preaching the good news. What? Like, this is crazy. So they were puzzled. They expect, like, expect the unexpected, right? They then realize that they're in the temple courts preaching and they drag them back to court. And this is what I find super interesting Acts 5:38 to 39. They are so not quite sure what to do with these guys. Then one man named Gamaliel stood before them and said, Therefore, in this present case, I advise you, Leave these men alone. Let them go. For if their purpose or activity is of human origin, it will fail. But if it is from God, you will not be able to stop these men. You will only find yourself fighting against God. Interesting that he stands up and he recognizes, hey, if this is of God, you're not going to be able to stop these guys. So you guys better back off. What did we talk about in week two? That on the day of Pentecost, we read in Acts 2 that the Holy Spirit came like a mighty rushing wind from heaven. It was full of force. It came with great power. When it's the Holy Spirit, when it's of God, you cannot stop it. When it's from heaven, not from earth, get this, it's not from earth, not manipulated here, not forced, not hyped up. It, when it's from heaven, you cannot stop it. And so this man had, the, had this great advice to give to these people. Like, you've got to let them go. If this is of God, you will not be able to stop these men. And you know what I find really interesting in Scripture after Acts 5? We do not see it falling to nothing. It only keeps moving and getting stronger and getting bigger and more people are added to the numbers. It gets out of control. It keeps getting out of control because it's of God. And I think that's what we need to be in our lives. We need to realize if this is of God, am I fighting against God? Am I fighting against what he wants to do? Because I just need to move myself out of the way and let God do what he wants to do. When it's of God, you cannot stop it. And God wants to interrupt us today. He doesn't want us to just keep going through the motions of life. He wants to interrupt our world. He wants to surprise us. us. He wants to show up unexpectedly in your world. Did you know that? That's what He wants to do. And He wants to use what He has given to you, which is Jesus. When you accept Jesus as your Lord, we know the Holy Spirit comes and lives in us as a promised seal, comes and lives in us. We have the promised Holy Spirit that we can give to others. It's in us. It's in us. And we can give, that, we can give the unexpected to others. All right, so we're going to jump over to Acts 12 now. Acts 12, 12. And we're going to look at two things today. One, we're going to look at prayer in Acts 12. And then in Acts 16, we're going to look at praise. So prayer and praise, all right? That's what we're going to look at today. You ready? Acts 12, verse 12. Before I read out the scripture today, I want to ask you a question. Do you expect the unexpected when you pray? Okay, this is the question for you today. Do you expect the unexpected when you pray? All right, we're jumping into Scripture. If you've got your Bibles, let's follow along. Um, Chris May, oh look, legend up the back there. I didn't even give him the Scriptures beforehand. I said, I'll give you the Scriptures. He's just going on the fly. Thank you, Chris, you're awesome. Acts 12, verse 12. It was about this time that King Herod arrested some who belonged to the church, intending to persecute them. He had James, the brother of John, put to death with the sword. When he saw that this met with the approval among the Jews, he proceeded to seize Peter also. This happened during the festival of unleavened bread. After arresting him, he put him in prison, handing him over to be guarded by four squads of four soldiers each, Herod intended to bring him out for public trial after the Passover. So Peter was kept in prison. But the church was earnestly praying to God for him. I want you to take a note right there. Hear that. The church was earnestly praying to God for Peter. Okay, just hold on to that for a minute. The night before Herod was to bring him to trial, Peter was sleeping between two soldiers bound with chains, Suddenly, did you hear that? Suddenly, an angel of the Lord appeared and a light shone in the cell. He struck Peter on his side and woke him up. Quick, get up, he said. And the chains fell off Peter's wrist. Then the angel said to him, put on your clothes and sandals. And Peter did so. Wrap your cloak around you and follow me. And the angel said, the angel told him peter followed him out of the prison but he had no idea that what the angel was doing was really happening he thought he was seeing a vision they passed the first and second guards and they came to the iron gate leading to the city it opened for them by itself did you get that that is crazy yes we do. thank you let's just do this hey We've also, we've got a little situation up here. Do you reckon that's better? It's not going to hit me now. That's all right. An angel of the Lord will come and intervene. So that'll be good. Anyway, so then Peter came and said, sorry, it opened for them by itself. Who knows when you come to a big gate and and have you ever experienced it just opening by itself? Like it's almost a little bit creepy, isn't it? Like it just, all of a sudden the gate opens and they walk on through. I just, I'm like, axe is full of really cool things. And so when the gate opened by itself, they went through it. And when they had walked the length of one street, suddenly the angel left him. Then Peter came to himself and said, Now I know without a doubt that the Lord has sent this angel and rescued me from Herod's clutches and from everything the Jewish people were hoping would happen. When this had dawned on him, he went to the house of Mary, the mother of John, also called Mark. Peter knocked at the outer entrance and a servant named Rhoda. Everyone say Rhoda. I think it's Rhoda. Let's say Rhoda. Everyone say Rhoda. <laughs> Rhoda, cool name, came to answer the door. When she recognized Peter's voice, she was so overjoyed she ran back without opening it and exclaimed, Peter is at the door. What did they say? You're out of your mind. They said, You're out of your mind. They told her. When she kept insisting that it was so, they said it must be his angel. But Peter kept on knocking. Can you imagine being Peter? Like, just open the door. Let me in. He kept on knocking. They opened the door and they saw him, and they were astonished. Peter motioned with his hand for them to be quiet and described how the Lord had brought him out of prison. Tell James and the other brothers and sisters about this, he said, and then he left for another place. In the morning, there was no small commotion among the soldiers as what had become of Peter. What a story! What a scripture to read. Do you expect the unexpected when you pray? I've got down here in my notes, some of us don't even expect God to answer what we expect. Some of us don't even expect God to answer what we expect. Do we expect the unexpected when we pray? In this scripture, we see a couple of things. They were all gathered praying for Peter. Suddenly an angel of the Lord miraculously got Peter out of prison. Next thing, Peter rocks up to the door of the prayer meeting where they're praying for him to get out of prison. They're praying for him and Rhoda, the servant, recognises Peter's voice and is so excited. She doesn't open the door to Peter. She runs back in and she tells the others, And everyone's response is, Rhoda, you're out of your mind. You are out of your mind. Peter had to keep knocking on the door. They finally opened it and were astonished. It's Peter. What do we learn from this? The first thing that we learn is that when we pray, our prayers are powerful enough to go to heaven, break through heaven, down to earth, and change the situation suddenly. Do you you get that when we pray, our prayers are going to heaven? What happened in this situation? They were gathering and they were praying. Prayers are going up to heaven. Heaven sends an angel to earth to break Peter out of prison. When you pray, your prayers are powerful and effective. Our prayers are powerful and we are to expect God to answer them because nothing is too hard for Him. The second thing is, some of us need to get a bit of rotor excitement, but open the door. Open the door. Don't, it just, I think it's crazy that she was like, I heard him. Oh my gosh, Peter's at the door. And she bolts off. He's just escaped from prison. And he's thinking, let me in. It's crazy. Sometimes your prayer will get answered in a way that you do not expect. Be open to it. Open the door. Be open for your prayer to be answered in a way that is unexpected. Get this. When you expect the unexpected, sometimes people will say, you're out of your mind. I have said so many people say things to me when it doesn't make sense to them, but I'm being obedient to God. You're out of your mind. That's a crazy idea. Why would you do that? That doesn't make any sense. But I heard from heaven, and I know that I'm gonna keep praying that way because heaven is gonna break through to earth. Come on. We need to expect the unexpected when we pray. And if people say you're out of your mind, awesome. You're probably on the right track. If, if they say you're out of your mind, but they're gonna tell you that you're out of your mind. When you show up to the door with hope and expectation every day. like, how can you have hope? How can you expect God to do these things that you were saying? You're out of your mind. But this is what we know, is that our God is faithful and we can trust Him. And that when we pray, we're not praying to a small God who cannot do what we're asking. We're praying to the God, the Creator of the universe. That's who we're praying to. And if we can get a God perspective of that, maybe our prayers will get a little bit bigger. And then maybe some people will say to you, you're out of your mind. And I say, come on, I wanna be more out of my mind. I wanna dream big. I wanna dream bigger than what I, and I wanna expect God to do more. I'm gonna show up with hope and expectation every day, even if it doesn't look like it. Even if it looks like Peter's still in prison or this situation's still bound, I'm going to show up every day like Rhoda with hope and expectation. I'm going to hear a voice. And when I hear the voice, I'm going to declare, he's at the door. God's broken through. God's done it. I'm getting a bit excited today. Woo! Rhoda had this. She had this hope and expectation. You see, Scripture says she only recognised Peter's voice. She hadn't seen him. She'd only heard him when she ran back to the people and announced, He's at the door. That's faith. Some of us need to get some Rhoda like faith in us today and be open to what God wants to do. Do you struggle trusting in things you can't see or explain? Do you struggle with trusting in things that you can't see? Or explain. I know sometimes that I do. It doesn't make sense, Lord. Everyone's going to laugh at me, Lord. I can't explain this, Lord. We only have to look at Noah. In the Bible, everybody said to him, you're out of your mind. And what happened? God did what he said he would do. And they were saved. Faith is assurance of the things hoped for, the conviction of things not seen. That's what Hebrews 11.1 1 says. You can hear them saying to Rhoda, how can Peter be at the gate? He's in jail. You must be out of your mind. Possibly even a few silly girl comments. This is what happens is people around us sometimes cannot go where God is leading us to go. And that's okay. Okay. But we have to be so committed to what God has said to each and every one of us that we will not allow outside voices to distract us from where God wants us to go. Here they were praying for Peter's freedom. But not expecting his miraculous release. So often in our prayer meetings, we will pray for things and we don't even expect them to happen. What if we change the way we pray and start to expect the unexpected? What could happen? What could break through from heaven to earth? Assurance of things hoped for, evidence of things not seen perhaps the believers at this time had developed their own idea of how god will answer their prayer we do that we develop our own ideas about how god you should answer my prayer like this and when you don't i'm mad about it when you don't i am i am perplexed i'm confused why do we do that he's god He's the God of the universe and he is in control. We've got to let go of some things today. To finish up, I want to talk about the last suddenly we see in Acts 16. This is the last suddenly that we see in in Acts. It's in Acts 16. Are you ready? We're coming to a halt. But at the end of this song, we're going to stand and we're going to worship God. At the end of this um, scripture, we might have one of those songs ready to go, Seb, Um, or come to the altar. So here we go. Acts 16, verse 22. The crowd joined in the attack against Paul and Silas. And the magistrates ordered them to be stripped and beaten with rods. After they had been severely flogged, they were thrown into prison and the jailer commanded to guard them carefully. When he received these orders, he put them in the inner cell and fastened their feet in stocks. About midnight, Paul and Silas were praying and singing hymns to God and the other prisoners were listening to them. Suddenly, there was such a violent, mighty earthquake that the foundations of the prison were shaken. At once, all of the prison doors flew open and everyone's chains came loose. The jailer woke up and when he saw the prison doors open, he drew his sword about to kill himself because he thought the prisoners had escaped. But Paul shouted, don't harm yourself, we are all here. The jailers called for lights, rushed in and fell trembling before Paul in silence. So then he brought them out and asked, sir, what must I do to be saved? And they replied, believe in the Lord Jesus and you will be saved, you and your household. Authentic praise. Carries the supernatural power to change an atmosphere completely and open the door to miracles and to signs and to wonders. That's what authentic praise does. You're You're praising a God of the heavens and the universe, knowing that He can break through here from heaven onto earth today. And that's what He wants to do. We see Paul and Silas demonstrate the supernatural power of authentic passionate praise in the most unimaginable conditions. They were in prison and they stopped focusing on their circumstances and gave their full attention to the faithfulness of their God. So powerful was their faith-filled praise that in that dark prison, suddenly they were instantly set free. The kingdom of heaven burst through the atmosphere, drawn to authentic faith shaking everything around them, releasing them and everyone around them from the chains. Praise is not just singing an upbeat, loud song, but rather faith-filled declaration of God's power and nature in the face of impossible circumstances that attract the supernatural power of heaven to bring breakthrough. What if when you prayed, what if when you praised, you expected God to break through and bring the unexpected. Come on, we're going to stand right now. I believe God wants to break through into your world today. Whatever you're facing. Come on, we're going to sing. Thanks for listening to this week's message. We hope that you've been challenged and inspired. For more information about Tarelgan City Church, check out mytcc.com.au.